You know, seasonal holiday depression has a soundtrack. This is it. Yep. Robot overlords? Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Protectors. <laughs> to Geek Salad episode 203, Bark, the Herald Angels Sing, our geeky Christmas playlist. Now with 33% more robots. Yep, Ooh. that's right. We're new and improved and ready for 2021. Because if 2020 were a child, it would be Caillou. No, oh, God, no. <laughs> I don't get that one. Uh, uh, you, uh, you don't want to. You are, no. you are blessed, <laughs> Mike, you are blessed not to have children, because even if they know it's bad, they will still watch it. All right. I mean, that's fair. I, so, I, feel, like, I feel like that about a lot of movies I watch. Oh, okay. So, um, before we get into everything, like I mentioned, this is our the first of two uh, Christmas shows we're doing this year, because we wanted to give you guys an extra little gift instead of just one and a piece of coal. So let's just quickly round table. Has anyone really done anything super Christmassy yet? Other than the tree? I know we've all kind of put up our tree or has, oh. has someone, has anyone not put up their tree? Well, not yet. We're, we're, we're putting up. Yeah. We're putting up our tree this weekend. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. We'll probably but, buy uh, our tree this weekend, but uh, yeah, we're going to have Hanukkah with my mother on Sunday and then we're going to go buy a tree Christmas tree. That's the way to do it. About, yeah, about, about the most Christmassy thing we've done is that we polished off a bottle of Bacardi uh, Coquito in two days. Oh, God. <laughs> Joe, I actually just went to the, the grocery store today and got my creme de coconut so I could make Coquito for later. <laughs> Todd, how about you? Nah, trees up, lights are on. Uh, that's about it. Awesome. Awesome. Mike, how about you? I've gotten um, a good... A few bits of my Christmas shopping done, but um, yeah, beyond that, um, watch some Christmas movies. Awesome. Yep. Just watched a Miracle on 34th Street, in fact. Again? Oh, I wonder why. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, recently? <laughs> yes. Yes, as ties into our YouTube channel. Exactly. Um, and by the way, I you know, it kind of just occurred to me, that counts as our uh, intros, because we didn't do them this time, because it's just 2020. <laughs> um... So, yep. who is everyone? I don't know you people. Well, you know you know me. I'm Andy. Why are you on the call? This is insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. I'm Todd. Wow. And there we are. Back. Well, I know you all now. Yeah. We're back no, in Santa's good graces, too. No longer stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've been, like, we're doing, like, the traditional stuff. Like, we've got our house decorated, lights up, Christmas tree up. And um, Autumn has been looking into making some more, like, old-timey um, holiday desserts. So, like, we've been looking at, um, at minced meat pie recipes. And I'll tell you straight up, if I'm going to watch a video on YouTube telling me how to make a, a, a minced meat pie, you would better have a British accent or you can just go fuck off because it doesn't sound right. So, question. <laughs> am I, I finally going to get my damn figgy pudding? 
Oh, well, interesting that you mentioned that, Mike, because we've watched several videos on how to make a proper British plum pudding. And our favorite was this Irish expat who's living in Canada. And I know she's living in Canada because all she's doing is complaining about the Canadian grocery stores <laughs> and that it's 1130 at night and she's still going to make this plum pudding. And she's just like, OK, fine. Here's what you do. You got raisins and then you need some some currants. And if you don't have currants, just put more fucking raisins in there. Oh, <laughs> you, you don't have any salt on? Just put more fucking raisins in there. Oh, my God. These fucking Canadian stars with their back bacon and their crap dinner. They all fucking suck. I gotta pour I this say, good Guinness into my into my plum pudding. My husband can go eat a dick right now. <laughs> I, will, I will say this, Andy. I do miss the fact that we're not having any mulled wine or uh, shortbread. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like it, it breaks my heart too because we did make a mulled wine uh, the other night. I know. Um, I saw. I saw Autumn's post. Oh, it was so <laughs> nice. But uh, Joe and I have been watching this guy on YouTube, uh, Greg from How to Drink. Oh, uh, and, and and by the way, thank you so much. Oh, you are so, so welcome. Insane. The recipes are just oh. amazeballs. And the Christmas recipes. So, um, I know Mike does not drink coffee. Catherine, do you drink coffee? It's like the things I don't know about people. <laughs> I've known you for 30 uh, years, do. and I should know that you, whether or not you drink coffee. But I, I drink my coffee black. And uh, these days I drink decaf because uh, my blood ah. pressure. Ah. I drink it black. How about, how about you, Todd? Do you drink coffee? Just tea, thank you. <laughs> yeah, very rarely. Very oh, rarely. Okay. And I know tea drinks coffee. Joe's a coffee oh, God, drinker, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. And I'm like, it's it just mainline it. Like, they just, I have to, like, pour an IV yeah. every morning. <laughs> but um, he did the Buddy, Buddy the Elf's. Christmas yes. coffee. I saw that. And, oh, it's brilliant because you actually do put maple syrup in it as well as bourbon. Um, and it looks amazing. So I'm going to try that one. So he's on YouTube and check. Well, and, Catherine, this is the guy I sent the, uh, the link yeah, to yeah, yeah. the D&D game drinks. Yep. Because the guy's a gamer too, so. Hmm. Right, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I drink coffee on work days. Oh, okay. I, I don't, so it's like uh, maple syrup and bourbon, and I'm like, yeah, nope, uh, I only drink coffee on days I'm going to work. Oh, come oh. on, Catherine, live it up. Let's yeah, do this. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm taking... <laughs> You're easily off. persuaded. I, I, do have, I do still have some uh, maple syrup liqueur from Vermont. Ooh. Where did you find that? Because I have maple whiskey. Um, and not Crown. Like, I actually got, like, maple whiskey um, called, like, uh, Cabin in the Woods, which is, should be terrifying enough. Um, but we've been looking for maple liqueur. Did you find that locally, or did you actually have to go to Vermont for that? No, no, no. This was in Vermont in the town where my parents moved to. Ah. So it's uh, way up north. Oh. <laughs> where? Okay, where? What town? Uh, it's next to Cambridge. Um. I will take a moment and go look up the name of the... It, it's the, so far north the, that they the, have the golden tukes. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I lived up in Newport, Vermont, which is, like, right next to the Canadian border, so... It's close. Okay, so this is from uh, Boyden Valley Spirits in Cambridge, Vermont. Yeah, I know what that is. Yep. Yeah, which is, like... Take off. Cambridge, Vermont. Slightly north off. of Burlington. 
<laughs> it's Norse. No, Todd. No, Todd. It'd be a French accent. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, you stupid American? Yes. Loser. Nope. Yeah, but you're no, doing a French a accent, break. not a French Canadian. You gotta, yeah. you gotta get the Canadian in there, oi. <sighs> hey, you know it's all e. ugly American to me, right? E. Right. Bonjour, e. Yeah. So let's. We have a lot to unpack here. Uh, but before we do, we do have a lot of social media feedback, primarily from Catherine's. Um, but I do want to pull this one right out of our Twitter. Uh, our Twitter. I got a message from our friends over at the Geek Peak podcast when I was asking for favorite versions of songs. And uh, Geek Peak had mentioned that uh, Casey Musgrave's cover of Melehi Kimikimaka is definitely <laughs> his favorite Christmas cover. Ooh. And then from um, one moment, like pulling that up real quick because I am not that fast right now. Uh, I had uh, at OB underscore mom underscore uh, underscore mom underscore Kenobi three. Uh, said, <laughs> it's a tie. Hollow Notes, Jingle Bell Rock, and Bare Naked Ladies with Sarah McLaughlin. God rest you, merry gentlemen, which we will, spoiler alert, be getting into in some detail mm-hmm. in just a few moments. I believe that's um, Lisa Denon Court Krauss. Yes. And then um, the Paul and Griff show, uh, which is at, where the heck are they? They are here somewhere. And God help me. Sorry. At Paul and Griff show. Uh, said Buble's version of All I Want for Christmas is You, and I concurred with I'll Take Any Version over Miss Mariah's. Oh, God. <laughs> any version. Any version. <laughs> any, any, any. So, um, Catherine, you're paying yes. attendance for your husband's uh, foolishness. So uh, what, did he, what did your husband write in response to our request? Oh, uh, he shared the Carol of the Old Ones. Which is quite hilarious. Okay. I'm guessing it has something to do with Cthulhu. Yes, yes. Of course. <laughs> and the rest. What, 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 what can we what can we expect from our resident anarchist? That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fuck it, burn it all down. I'm going to live with that Irish expat in uh, Canada. Fucking <laughs> 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 Canadian grocery stores. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was one of the things I, I, I listened to all the ones I was not familiar with over uh, dinner, and that was one of them. And I'm like, this is pretty well done. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got one here um, from Chris uh, of Chris's Cultural Corner, who said, "I've always loved Slay but a Ride" by the Carpenters and Jingle Bell Rock by Hall and Oates. Another one there for Hall and Oates. Um, and then he just had to correct himself because uh, auto 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 spell check. Corrected him. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we had a few others. Catherine, you actually got a lot of hits on yours, I think. I, I did. It, it turns out that when you share a Weasel Stomping Day as your uh, uh, introductory thing, people respond. Ah. Uh, so, uh, so I got a bunch of feedback from James Federcheck. Oh yeah, it's yeah. um, it's. Jonna's best friend's fiance. Ah, well, okay. Well, he has he has pretty darn good taste because he shared nothing for Christmas. Ooh, which, I love that uh, song. That one's one I'm familiar with. Uh, he shared the Despoto sisters' uh, Willie Claus, which I was not familiar with, and that was very interesting. But the one that really got me 
uh, was Linda Bennett, an old-fashioned Christmas, parentheses, Daddy's Home. Yeah. Uh, which was, it, it starts out, and it just sounds like, you know, old-fashioned, old-timey holiday music. And around the point where my husband goes, okay, I don't understand why this is interesting or geeky, uh, an, inter- an announcer cuts in and goes, uh, we've just heard news that there's been a traffic accident and there's been a big crash involving bus number five. <laughs> and then the song keeps going and you get the impression that the singer knows somebody who rides bus number five. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then... Then the, the announcer cuts back in and is like, we have been informed there are no survivors from the accident. <laughs> and it's like, and the singer comes back and is singing the song and oh my god, my father writes that every day. Okay. <laughs> and, and at the end of the song, uh, dad comes home and is like, I'm sorry, I missed the bus. Here are your Christmas presents. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Like, I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, the Christmas version of Cats in the Cradle? Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not very geeky, have... but it, it is definitely not something that you hear at the mall. And no. I thought it's great. That was that was the first time I'd heard that one, and that was great. And then the other one that uh, James Federcheck shared was Cheech and Chong's Santa Claus story. Yeah, yeah. Which I had before. Yeah, that's the that's the, yeah. that's the that's the palate cleanser after getting emotionally kicked in the balls. Oh my god, <laughs> that one. I Daddy's that. dead. <laughs> but Daddy's, Daddy's not dead. dead. Daddy's I... not dead. That's the thing. He comes home with. <laughs> Autumn found one. It was an old Renaissance uh, song about this guy who um, is this, this lord that marries a lady, and she gets trapped in a trunk, and then they find her like her skeleton years later. Oh, and it's God. a Christmas song. Um, and I believe they spelled "time" with a "y" it's in that the one. The for time. <laughs> yeah. And then, all right. So also in that in that comment thread, because party was at Catherine's Facebook for this one. Um, Steve Day mentions Christmas time in Dunmore. Um, Chris brought another one in here. Uh, Bob and Doug sing 12 Days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Love Bob and Doug, 12 Days. Yeah. That's a classic. And a beer. And a <laughs> Little interjection for everybody. Little interjection. I'm writing yeah. a paper for my linguistics class on Strange ah. Brew. And the Canadian English accent, and I'm doing this instead of working on that right now. It's due tomorrow. So oh, jeez. Well, we appreciate oh, we you taking the time to do this. So we'll make sure that you go first on stuff. So thank you, Todd. Uh, we also have <laughs> Sarah Rogers, who has what can you get a Wookie for Christmas when he already owns a brush? Um, it is oh, sorry. Yeah, I got this out. Al- I don't remember how I got my hands on this album. I can't remember. I don't think it was Mike who got me a copy. It might have been my friend Brian who got me a copy of it. And oh, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. We're sitting there, and we're listening to it, and my wife's like, first of all, what the fuck is this? And second of all, uh, is this part of the Star Wars Holiday Special? I'm like, no, apparently it's its own abomination. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think, actually... Um, you mentioned it on like one of the early episodes of Geeks Out, and then yeah. one of yeah one of your friends sent it to you, and we listened to it for I think the last um, holiday yeah. playlist, and we we're like, "What the fuck is this?" 
It's so funny. It's and like John Bon Jovi played on it too, which is like one of those weird things. Like when he was just doing session work. Um, Mike, did you find John's stuff in that list? I did. Awesome. What 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 did John have to say? She's got a lot of stuff here too. She's got um, ringing ringing of the bells from the Muppets. Ah, excellent. That's pretty good. Uh, she said, "It's not Christmas until I hear Thurl Ravenscroft singing about the Grinch." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh but, oh. I had a I had a conversation with my D and D friends from work about about uh, who sang Mr. Grinch first, and they were telling me that the guy that did oh some dorky thing had done a version, like rain something about rain. I don't know. Okay. It's something that the kids are talking about these days. Ah. Kids, Jesus, Catherine. <laughs> I saw I saw this fantastic um like like uh series of threads on Facebook uh, earlier today and it showed um like someone someone got fascinated by the, by the idea with about Thurl Ravenscroft who also voiced Tony the Tiger and right. Tony the Tiger having a relationship with um with uh the Grinch <laughs> and it showed showed Tony the Tiger ripping up a picture of those two together saying you're mean one Mr. Grinch and it showed the Grinch <laughs> holding a picture of those two together and crying saying you're great Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> but uh, John also said, uh, "I always um, she uh, brought up I want a hippopotamus for Christmas." Oh she yes! Says, I always like the line about Mom says a hippo would eat me up, but then teacher says a hippo is a vegetarian. And yeah. she also said, um, "Mom never learned that the true danger sign is when they wiggle their ears and blow bubbles." <laughs> to which I replied, "Yeah, they're vegetarians, but that doesn't mean they won't royally fuck you up." Yeah, that's no, right. No, no. They're the most dangerous Hippos. animals on the savanna. Yeah, not not just on the savanna, on the planet. I'm pretty sure. Didn't I see a statistic that hippos kill more humans than sharks every year? Like yeah, they are dangerous. Oh yeah. And I'm not talking. The, uh, the, yeah, the cover of your mean one, Mr. Grinch, is by Tay Zonday. Uh, okay. Okay. Zonday. Whatever. Okay. I. You know what? I'm not talking from firsthand experience, but I also know that you should not. Pry open a hippopotamus's mouth and try to play uh, his teeth like a xylophone. <laughs> okay. unless, you're the king, unless you're the king, you can do whatever Tazan you want. Tazan did yeah. chocolate rains. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought yeah. the guy's name was Chocolate Rain because you know South Park. Yeah, no, no, no. His name is Tazan. <laughs> he's saying chocolate rain. No, it's not. It's not a chocolate salty ball. It's a completely different thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, Mike, did John have any others? Um, those were, that's all I saw, but have okay. you seen, did you I see any others? I, I think that was about it. No, those think. were her three, yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm just yep. taking a look right quick to see if anybody else had any there. I don't think that there that, that's were, it nope. My, uh, yeah, that's it for my, my Facebook feedback. Awesome, awesome. So before we kick into this list real quick, what full Christmas album? Can you not live without? Catherine, we're going to fight you for it. You're going to fight me? I'm going to fight you for, for it. John Denver. I'm going to fight uh, you for it. I got it on vinyl twice. I'm going to fight you for it. I listened to it on vinyl before you were born. So That's I, true. Oh, That's true. One man leave. Two men That's enter. True. One man leave. Two men enter. <laughs> one man leave. I will cede this to you. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my mother owned it on vinyl, and we would listen to it and make Christmas cookies before Todd was born, so it's mine. Okay. 
<laughs> I also exactly. like it. I, exactly. That's all I got. No, sir. No, you're, fine, you're allowed sir. to like it. You're but both you allowed to have the same pick, too. So a few years ago for Record Store Day, which uh, happens in April and then on Black Friday, there was a Black Friday release of the John Denver and the Muppets album on Picture Disc, which I, I hate Picture Discs. They're notoriously uh, terrible sounding represses and they have a terrible sleeve that goes with them, but I had to have it and it was like 35 bucks, but it, it sounds okay, which is, which is good. But then I found like an old beat up copy of it and I, I put the... The picture disc in a new sleeve inside the old album cover, and it just makes me happy. So, nice. yeah, nice. Joe, how about you? Um, really, the only Christmas album that I've ever have and that I kind of constantly play, and I'll be pick, uh, discussing a song from it later. But it's the Beach Boys Christmas. Yeah, it's a great album. That is that is like my go to like Christmas album every year. Back when they're still under Murray's sway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, back, you know, this, back, Brian. I swear to God, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him if you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fragile psyche! <laughs> <laughs> now, now, mental ill. This is nothing to make fun no, of. No, it is nothing to laugh at. But damn, uh, Murray Murray Wilson did his oh, damnedest to make sure that Brian went over the edge. Oh, he yeah, and he went over the edge. Oh my God. So, yeah, no, that's a good one. And, yeah, we are going to be talking about that a little bit. How about you, Mike? Uh, I don't have a particular album. I just like to have a cool collection of songs that I just love, oh, um, some of which I'm going to mention later. So, Of, of course, of course. Yeah. And and though I'll, I'm going to give the obligatory um, Charlie Brown Christmas by uh, Vince Coraldi. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's that's a good choice. That is that a good is, choice. That is like, it, it just lives outside of the playlist. Do, 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 yeah, for sure. For sure. All of the just like you know, oh Tannenbaum. I love, I love the version of that. I love the just the, the slow jazz of the whole the whole thing. It just it makes me happy. And like I said, it's one of those things I can just listen to it straight. I don't need to have it you know mixed in the playlist. And Todd, right? Maybe I will join you this April if we are lucky enough for a record store day, and maybe I could find. A vinyl pressing of that because guess who guess who got assumed into the collective? Who? Oh yeah! <laughs> I'm so proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> no, don't laugh. You're next. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's plenty of Kool Aid for everybody. Don't worry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Find space. I could totally do this, but I gotta find room. Oh yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna like, rock like that that Charlie Brown collection like uh, Todd always posts on Facebook where he's just like at this little like milk crate of records and i'm just going to keep saying i'm very proud of my record collection. i'm so proud of my record collection yep. <laughs> it, go, it goes back and forth between that and ben wyatt human disaster so those are my two mindsets <laughs> that's, that's that's where i am right now nice wait i actually i think i think i just thought of one yeah uh, i believe i need to look around and try and find it again but i believe i once got a demento christmas album okay Cool. That's and I'm certain that that's got like all like the classics from like the that period of 1984 to 1986 when like all of the novelty Christmas songs came out at the same time. So like Bob Rivers had a career and that idiot that did Grandma <laughs> got run over by the by a reindeer got that. <laughs> Fairly certain I just go nuts on Christmas is in there as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm certain that there are going to be some songs, um, maybe from Catherine's list, that might also appear on there. 
Yeah, probably. We should, we should check that out. Maybe I'll do that on Spotify on my downtime here. Mm. So, let's kick off our roundtable of our favorite nerdy Christmas songs. Some are covers, some are originals, some have um, about as much to do with Christmas as Lethal Weapon does. <laughs> but here we are. So, you know what, Todd? I'm going to let you kick this one off. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Number one on my list, it's one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time, specifically for this version. I'm a sucker for a good cover. So when when I became old enough to realize the two people singing this song, it actually blew my mind. Little Drummer Boy, Peace on Earth, Bing Crosby, David Bowie, 1977. Do you really think Bing Crosby had any idea who David Bowie was oh, when, this, when they God. sang this Possibly. song? Possibly. I bet his kids did, you know, like he, he was, he was a savvy guy, but you mean, you mean between, between beating his kids with a sack of empty oranges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. A newborn king to see, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Our finest gifts we bring, can it be? Years from now, perhaps we'll see. Our finest gifts we bring of glory. But just, it's a beautiful cover of, of this song when, when they mashed up Little Drummer Boy, Peace on Earth. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I wish I wish I had seen it when it when it occurred, you know, back in the day. Um, and it, it's just, it's magical. And it just makes me happy, um, which is kind of what the holidays should do for you. Right. I, I love, too, that the actual released version has all the dialogue in it from the Bing. Mm-hmm. And I just, what year did you say it was 1976? 1977. 77, so this is a year before Bing Crosby died. Wow. And, and I read it was released, you know, it was like, a, it was released by Bowie as a single in 82. Right. It, I remember being shown on MTV, like, a lot. <clears throat> but, yeah, you're right, you're absolutely right. This is my favorite version of Little Drummer Boy. And it, it's funny because they do also throw in the other, the Peace on Earth bit about that, too. And I think a lot of people forget how good that song and the harmonies on that are fantastic. Mm. It plays so well together. It, it really does. It does. And it's, cra- it's crazy to watch because Bowie was coming off of, what, Ziggy Stardust in, like, 72, 73, and then Aladdin oh. Sane, and, like, the Thin White Duke and all that kind of stuff. And this, he looks normal <laughs> in this video. Yeah. Which he's <laughs> trying to normalize his own career. Yeah, this was um, Low. Low and Heroes were released in 77. So there's, yeah, Sound and Vision. So he was starting to kind of like cycle off of his uh, cocaine for breakfast and lunch and a sensible dinner diet. So. <laughs> Yo. 
Nope. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Makes me happy. Oh, it's oh, it absolutely does. It's still it's it's really nice too because it's a somber song. But yeah, you're right. It it just gives me it gives me good feelings. There's a warmth to it. <laughs> I like it. Joe, how about you? Do you want to take the next one? Sure thing. All right. So like we like I mentioned, you know my my go to. Um, my go-to Christmas album is, you know, Beach Boys Christmas. And for my first pick, it is primarily the main, the, the main song from this, this album. It kind of really makes the album. And it's A Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. Perfection. <laughs> and I mean, for, for me, it's it's really more of a nostalgia thing, simply because when I uh, when I first came to the states, um, you know, being the you, you know being the child of divorce, you know, <laughs> you, you understand this, Handy uh, yep. and Catherine, um, and, yep. and Mike, yeah, and Mike, being the child of divorce, you know, you, you kind of have to split your time between you know different a whole bunch of different households during the Christmas time. Yeah, right, and always when you know because my dad is such a fan of oldies music and beach boys and all that kind of music every time i'm hanging it the song brings me back to when i was a little kid riding in my dad's truck you know going to you know all these different like events and part you know family parties and stuff like that and he's always playing the beach boys christmas album and little saint nick is always the song that stood out for me nice yeah you know so it's a very nostalgic kind of takes me back when you know when things were just I didn't understand the world, but things were simple, and it's just like, oh, this is yeah. this is a good feeling kind of kind of song. Yeah, you know, and plus it's just it's just a neat little song, you know. Brian Wilson wrote it in like a day. You yeah, know, right. they were shitting stuff out back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess it's it one of cool. their many Chuck Berry ripoffs, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess they recorded it in October and released it like two week, two or three weeks later. That's so crazy. That is, is so crazy. I love that. Yeah, it was recorded yeah. on October October twentieth, nineteen sixty three, and was released as a single December 9th, nineteen sixty three. Wow. wow. Of course, I prefer uh, the Doctor Teeth and Doctor Teeth version. It's a it's a great song. Catherine, Brad, Brad, I knew, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, first of all, I knew Catherine was going to bring that up because every time I hear the Beach Boys version, I still do the Rod Rod Ranger. Well, if you don't hear Wipeout and hear Animal yelling, Wipeout! 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 Yeah. You're also wrong. So, <laughs> well, you know what? And I'll, t- I'll take Animal doing that over Mike Love any day because still, fuck that dude. Oh, you know what? Seriously, fuck that dude because he was not a co-writer on Little Saint Nick, but he was awarded the credit because of a lawsuit. 
Oh, jeez. Oh, he is such a douchebag. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, and uh, also, Catherine, because of you, every time I hear um, the 12 Days of Christmas, five gold rings. You said figgy pudding earlier, and I almost went piggy pudding. Figgy pudding. What's going on? <laughs> no, no, no. Figgy pudding. pudding. It's made it's with figs. Oh. Oh, okay. And bacon. Wow. What? oh god i love that i love that awesome thank you thank you joe okay Catherine. all right so i went i went full on i was trying to come up with some different stuff and of course uh the hanukkah song by adam sandler is not different stuff i think we've all heard it a lot but i still like it Put them together. What a fine looking Jew. You don't need deck the halls or jingle bell rock. Cause you can spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Scott. Both Jewish. Put on your yarmulke. It's time for Hanukkah. The owner of the Seattle Supersonicas celebrate Hanukkah. O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. <laughs> but guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He converted. Yeah. It's the one bit of Adam Sandler they actually don't mind. I would agree yeah, with and that. I, like, yeah. And I, I prefer the original to the second one. Like the 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 second uh, Hanukkah song by him. Oh right, he did a sequel to it. He did a sequel, and it's it's a louder and angrier. And I I just like yeah, the, no, the, yeah, the, yeah, the first no, one. The, the original is is still the best. It was yeah, yeah it was like two um, it was like every three years he would re-release it just so we could update the names, right? Of say of some people, but yeah, the one that's on everybody's gonna laugh at you. Which is, I think, technically yeah. the original one because I, if you're not counting what he did on SNL with it, right? Then, yeah, oh, that that's so much fun. It is. It is fun and just yeah, yeah, like it's fun. Hmm. It's not too shabby. Uh, it's just funny too because I didn't realize that both uh, that Bowser from Shannon and Arthur Fonzarelli were both Jewish, but mm. or, William, or, William Sh- oh, or William Shatner. William Shatner, Goldie Hawn's half Jewish, Paul Newman's half too. Put them together, with a fine-looking Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Again, works better than like the Lenny Kravitz, Courtney Love. Yeah, thing that they did on the second version of that. Yeah, although although like. The, the second one is like, Bruce Springsteen isn't Jewish, but my mother thinks he is. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like that. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Mm. But the O.J. Simpson stuff got tired, too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 that, that one was funny at the time, but it doesn't age well. It does not age well, no. No. Ah. no as, as is most of Adam Sandler's comedy, quote-unquote, finger quotes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But All right. This one is good. Yeah, All right, absolutely. All right, Mike. Uh, all right, first one on my list is I know one that um, many of us will agree with: "The Night Santa Went Crazy" by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he's got he's got a couple of Christmas songs, but this one I find is 
much cheerfuller than the other one. <laughs> well, the workshop is gone now. He decided to bomb it. Everywhere you'll find pieces of Cupid and Comet. And he tied up his helpers. And he held the elves hostage. And he ground up poor Rudolph into reindeer sausage. He got Dancer and Prancer with an old German Luger. And he slashed out Dasher just like Freddy Krueger. And he picked up a flamethrower. know but but i i it is on the album that i'm currently listening to uh speaking of digging out vinyl like frankly digging out my old uh digging out my craft room and digging out my old uh stereo that has a three cd disc changer (laughs) we don't sneeze in the physical media (laughs) we certainly don't Isn't well, there yeah, like a different live version with like a with an alternate third version? Maybe uh, third... I don't have that disc. Because I I don't, I, I don't know it. Because I know in like the the version that like on, that's on the album, um, you know, the last verse has like that Santa has like walked away for like nine hundred years for his gruesome crimes. But I I thought I've, I I could have sworn I've heard a verse one time where like Santa go actually got got killed. <laughs> I don't know it. I don't know. I, I got to look that one up. But yeah, it's it's funny because this one feels like it was released in the earlier part of his career. Yeah, and it's like right. Is it Bad Hair Day? Is that the name of the album? That yeah, comes on. Yeah, it's like that was the last like. Afroed, mustachioed, weird mm-hmm. Al album, and it was like it just seems like so long ago, and it wasn't. Yeah, the well, no. same album is uh, uh, Amish Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Was Ben Haraday was? Did he still have a met mustache? He did. Yeah. Ben Haraday. Yes. Running with yes. scissors was the first one after he had okay. and let his hair grow and shaved his mustache. And believe it or not, he's been that way for longer than he was. The other version. Yeah. Oh, Crazy. yep, yep. Yeah, I just looked it up, and an extra gory version of the song was included as a third track on the Amish Paradise single. In this version, Vixen and Donna are not mentioned, leaving their fate ambiguous. Santa oh. is killed by a member of the SWAT team, and the elves file for unemployment benefits. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, awesome. we'll find that on vinyl, don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Todd, you know, our birthdays are the same day. That's so, so true. That is so oh, true. Geez. Yeah, that's, that's something we got to <laughs> do. Just a, couple of, just a couple of Aries palling around. It's all good. Palling around, you know, with masks on, going to, like, used record stores. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Mike, do you have anything else your about mask, the, night, the night that Santa went crazy? Oh, yeah. Um, I prefer the non-extra gory version, personally. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, apparently if you uh, roast a reindeer, it tastes just like chicken. <laughs> That'd be a pretty gamey chicken, but okay. <laughs> sure. 
Free range. Yeah, free range. <laughs> <laughs> Extra lean. <laughs> All right. So on my list, I'm going to kick off my first uh, one with The Elf's Lament by Bare Naked Ladies. You try to start a movement and you think you see improvement, but when thrown into the moment, we just don't seem so courageous. It's one of their original Christmas songs on their Bare Naked for the Holidays album. And um, I, 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 mentioned, I know I mentioned this song um, on the last time we did a Christmas playlist thing way back in, I'm going to just say the 90s at this point. Yeah. Um, yes, you did. Yeah. And I love this song because it's just it's just an airing of elven grief, grievances about having to essentially work for nothing. And they're still build, building wooden toys, even though nobody plays with them. And yeah. it's just it's just it is a fun song. I love the Bare Naked for the Holidays album. Um, I know Todd will be mentioning a song later on from the same album. But Todd, would you agree that this is this is a very strong song that could only come from BNL? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They they had the creative freedom to do something like this. Oh yeah. And I don't think there was any other band of that era that that could pull this off. No. No, not at all. And it's funny too because I forget how well when it was still the two singers, um how well they harmonized together. It just it sounded great and it was just like I, you can't recapture that. Like the current BNL is just like what the hell are these guys? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't doesn't quite work as yeah. well as it used to. The magic is gone. Sorry, the magic is gone just like Yeah, Steve, just like you know, just you couldn't quit cocaine, could you? Hasn't Steve? hasn't been the same since Shrek. They didn't do anything on Shrek. Oh. Uh, it's been. Are you? No, I don't think one week showed up on Shrek. You're thinking All Star. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is yeah, it's a different band. Smash Mouth, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. You're thinking, you're thinking Chud Mouth. Yeah. Oh, okay. With um, you know, with Guy Fieri or Shaggy Two Dope because or the lead singer from Smash Mouth because you never see all three of them in the same room together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My mistake. So, all right. Yeah, Mike. One band, one band is good. The other one is Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little, little history. Well, history true. for you. Oh God! <laughs> All right, um, Todd, back to you, my friend. What? Uh, what yeah. Well, next? let's let's keep it let's keep it rolling with the BNL. Let's talk right, about yeah. God. Let's ca- talk about God rest ye merry gentlemen and we three kings featuring Sarah McLaughlin from 1996. From God our heavenly Father, this blessed angel came. And unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy Oh, tidings of comfort and joy
No, no, no. You, you said that wrong. It's Sarah McLachlan. Oh, excuse me, Sarah McLachlan. Yeah, so you uh, got to sound like you're hopping up a loogie in the middle. Well, she's okay. actually, Mike, she's from Canada, so it actually gets the clean uh, pronunciation. Not the way I say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can say anything, Mike. Go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> Go. Sarah Yeah, Bob. so yeah. this, so uh, this Sarah. again, there's th- this came out at a time for me personally I'm not going to tell you how old I was when this this came out. I, you can hardly <laughs> guess, but they were two of my favorites at that time. I listened to Mix 98.5 with my mom in the car. Thank you, mom. <laughs> and they were two mainstays of that of that era with um, BNL having put out Gordon um, and then their live album Rock Spectacle, <laughs> Rock Spectacle, uh, yeah. with the live version of If I Had a Million Dollars with Kraft Dinner and Having Joe Always Wanted a Monkey and like. They had this this kind of goofy, geeky swag to them that allowed them to do something like this. And, you know, as we talked about with Elf Cement, they they took, you know, this song that you wouldn't hear on contemporary radio and they made it something really fun to listen to. And the Sarah McLaughlin part is kind of like uh, Peace on Earth with David Bowie. It It lays in nicely over the top and the harmonies are there and it's just... I know it's fun and it's jaunty and and again that's what I feel like Christmas should be about or how the holidays should be about. I heard I heard a version of this Todd that they might have recorded for Canadian radio, um, and I think Sarah I don't think Sarah McLaughlin was with them when they did it, but they did the song, but they entered in the third verse, the scary verse. Mm. You know, Merry Christmas and uh, Stone Cold Tombs to everyone. <laughs> oh jeez. It's actually, I found it, like, this was back when I was downloading torrents and stuff, and um, I found it, I was like, this is brilliant. This is a great song. She might still have it around somewhere. If I find it, I will share it with everybody. But, um, yeah, I love, you know, like you said, Todd, their, their geeky swagger with everything just makes their music work, especially in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the musicality to this is, is fantastic as well. They pull it off. Absolutely. I love the I love the bass riff. Yep. And it's really easy <laughs> to play the guitar too. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else you gotta say about that, Todd, before we move on? I'm good. Awesome. Joe. All right. For my pick, it is probably the most unchristmas song on this list. And that is Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. But I mean, it is 
it's such a great song just because nothing on it really tells you it's a Christmas song. Like right. the lyrics, it, I mean, it, and it's it's profane. It's not nice in any way whatsoever. I mean, the story that they're telling is not nice. Uh, you know, it's not a nice yeah. story. You know, and and it, it, it's a song of contradictions and stuff. And it and when you think that this is the most played song in the UK every Christmas time, and it's really, like, yeah, it is for seventeen years running. It is the number one Christmas song. Because the, the, that, that song that I talked about earlier, uh, the old-fashioned Christmas, Daddy's Home, uh, it actually reminded me of uh, the Kinks' Father Christmas. Ah. Which I'm which, shocked Joe didn't put on here. <laughs> which, well, I was, foc- like, I would have mentioned those, except, like, we were focused on geeky, so I was sticking with the geekier things. But... You know, my, 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 my weird Christmas playlist is very long and large. But yeah, I mean, it, when you consider that the song was censored by the BBC, you know, yeah. and yeah. it, but every, yeah, it, every year it, it, it somehow always ends up on the charts, showing up on the charts. And censoring it's like the, the it most, is yeah. probably, yeah, censoring it with, by the BBC probably drove up its popularity, frankly. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, and, and now, especially this year, where you're seeing a lot of a lot of radio stations not playing it, because a lot of the words in it, you know, didn't age well, you know? No. <laughs> you know, not politically correct. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny because, like, it's very much just your traditional Pogue song. But what I think gets missed in all of this is just how wonderful Christy McCall's voice is. Oh, God, yeah. Because her voice is mm-hmm. the sound of Christmas. I mean, her voice is the ghost of Christmas past. And you know, as a singer, I don't feel like Christy McCall ever got the credit or the recognition she ever deserved. And, I mean, I've, I have gone back. I've listened to like old some of her old catalog stuff, and she is just she is wonderful. And so if you haven't listened to any of her solo stuff, by for God's sake, go do it. <laughs> but it always still amazes me that the Pogues are an English band, considering how very, very Irish they sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have fooled me. And, 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 and they're very, uh, very pr- uh, pro-Republican uh, leanings. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Maggie Thatcher, <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Would you like to go out for a pint with me? My jaw's about to fall off. <laughs> Jeez. I, you know, you're right, though, Joe. I, I do enjoy this one, but it has remained off of most family slash. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I for sure. I not play this in front of the kids. This is. This is for after the kids are are, are, are in bed and, and Daddy's got his 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 spiked nog, okay? Yeah, I was gonna pour a pint, pour another pint on top of it, then put a spring of holly on top. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this uh, uh, l- last thing, yeah. this uh, the, on the very Murray Christmas special, uh, ah. they sing this song. Uh, it's oh. it's pretty good. It's it's worth checking out. I keep seeing that on Netflix, and it's been like that thing's been out for like four years, and I yes. still haven't watched. Yes, it has. It's okay, you know. Yeah, it's fine, but I'm sure. there's a lot of talented people on there, so <laughs> it's worth checking out. 
Okay, Catherine, what's next up on your list? Okay, next up on my list is a, a silly little tune that I learned about at my last job. It is called Santa Got Lost in Texas, and it's not the Michael Landon version I prefer. I was riding herd one night on a Christmas Eve When I saw a spooky sight, one you'd never believe I'll took her down to bone tide where Santa Claus came my way Dragging his reindeer across the prairie, hitched to a big red sleigh Santa got lost in Texas and didn't know how to leave Santa got lost in Texas on a Christmas Eve Uh, I I sent you the link. (laughs) Yep. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Found it. Cut it. It's in the show. Here we go with that. (laughs) So, but yeah, it's it's about a, you know, the, 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 it's just, it's a very silly song about, you know, Santa is like trying to deliver presents and he gets lost in Texas because it's so darn wide and high. And it's very silly, and actually, uh, yeah, I've actually turned turned my husband onto it so that in our last uh, uh, Scion campaign, we had to help uh, Santa get there. Like, when we were traveling <laughs> through Texas, we stumbled across Santa Claus, oh. and we had to help him. <laughs> awesome. And it's just, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a non-standard Christmas song, and it's very fun and light, and I like it. Yeah, no, that's that, that. That's exactly the spirit of what we're trying to aim for here. Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about that before we move on to Mike? Not really. Like, if you haven't heard it, it's hard to explain. It's just like I, I just gave them like forty seconds of the clip, so you know, I don't know what yeah. more I can tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. You've actually got a twofer, and I'm allowing it because they're both incredibly short songs. Well, I actually, I'm going to hit that one last. Oh, okay. I apologize. So, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Uh, so, yeah, my next song I'm going to go with is Where Are You Christmas by Faith Hill. My world is changing. I'm That mean Christmas changes too. Oh. Where are you, Christmas? Do you remember the one you? This is actually probably the most um, just standard Christmas song on my list. Uh, it's from the uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch movie soundtrack. I'm sorry, we don't oh. recognize that movie on this podcast. Mike. No, that, that's fair. Yeah, I know. That, 
that is fair. And um, trust me, I would not. I actually have still have never seen this movie because I just honestly I'm not a big fan of the Grinch in general. Okay, um, well, it's deep state propaganda. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the, the, the most exposure I've had to it was when we were, like, last year, when we were waiting to see some movie at the uh, the, Link, the Littleton Theater. It was Star Wars. We went to go see Rise of Skywalker, and yep. this was on we went, the bar. Yeah. Yes. That's the most exposure I've had to the Jim Carrey uh, Grinch, and that's more than I needed. Thank you. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I would not wish that upon anyone else. Yeah. But this song, I mean, Faith Hill, I think, has a beautiful voice. Uh, she's a wonderful country singer, married to Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, this song is just, it, it's like, it starts off like, you know, nice and, nice and kind of quiet. She's just wondering, like, where, where Christmas is. And then it kind of builds it until she, you know, she gets that, that big, you know, powerful third verse where she realizes, you know, Christmas is is everywhere. You know, Christmas is inside all of us. Oh, um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful song. Like I said, she has a gorgeous voice, and um, it I, I I always put it on my playlist just because it, it it just it just it's beautiful. It's inspiring, and it's just a wonderful song. Nice. So out out of uh, out of a movie that's a total turd, you do have a a, a gem. Okay. You'd, you'd say it's in every one of us to yeah. be kind? Yes, exactly. <laughs> be kind and considerate and to be loving. Uh, uh, humbug. Yeah. So, so, some people know the song reference I was making. They might <laughs> own the vinyl of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not me. I just started my collection. So. Oh, so it was you. I totally didn't get that reference. <laughs> Okay, all right. So uh, I guess that's up uh, to me now. So I'm gonna go with my next pick, which is Chiron Beta Prime by Jonathan. <laughs> I love this song. This year has been a little crazy for the Andersons. You may recall we had some trouble last year. The robot council had us banished to an asteroid that hasn't undermined our holiday cheer. It's almost Christmas By the marks we make on the wall That's our favorite time of year Merry Christmas From Chiron Beta Prime Where we're working in a mine For our robot overlords Did I say overlords? I meant protectors Merry Christmas From Chiron Beta Prime I legitimately, Captain, thought you were going to take this one because I get like, no, you know, I have like, I always have my on deck stuff because I know either you or Joe <laughs> will have something, and I'm like, you know what, I, I have plenty here. I, I have my on, you know, it's I have I have my bench. I have I have a very deep bench of stuff to just pull out if I need to. But thank you for letting me discuss this song because, oh my God, yeah. what a this, this is one that I put on the family playlist, and it's just one of those things that always gets a little head turn when it's like, wait, what are we listening to? I, this <laughs> I don't know. I, I, know this, I know this is one of the ones that your family loves, first of all. Second of all, my bench on uh, Christmas fun songs is so deep that I was like, I'm going to try to go weird, yeah. <laughs> or at least different from you guys. 
Fair I'll, enough. Like, yeah, yeah. Holodeck is where I can be like, you guys, if I'm picking something you like, just tell me and I will pick something else. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I, I actually put this... I actually put <laughs> Chiron Beta Prime on my playlist at work. My Christmas nice. playlist at work. Nice. And, uh, uh, when my coworker heard this song for the first, he's like, is this like a Star Trek um, Christmas song? Like, no, kind of sounds like it could be, but no, nah, it's not. <laughs> well, no, it's pretty dark with that. <laughs> I put this on my work playlist, and uh, my coworker Ryan, shout me out, Ryan, um, he was like, this song just is awesome. And, you know, his, his family loves it, and that's awesome, because this song is it's such a weird little Christmas song. We know it's Christmas, <laughs> Christmas by the marks we made on the wall. <laughs> the robot council exiled us to um, to an asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just it's such a fun little Christmas part of a song, and um, I'm really happy because I, you know, as, as much of a shit show as 2020 has been, this was the year I finally stopped and listened to some Jonathan Colton, and yeah. I'm really happy about that because I really, I really, and this is like the third or fourth podcast. Uh, this year, where I brought him up, and yeah. it's just it's just been some really great stuff, and my kids adore him. Well, welcome to the the Jonathan Colton fold. Mm. Yeah, I, I've just joined so many different collectives this uh, year. So this was a triumph. I'm making yes. a note here, a huge success. It's hard to overstate <laughs> my satisfaction. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. All right, so that's all I got on that one there. Uh, Todd, swinging back, what's your last pick? My last pick. So the, I spent the last two uh, picks talking about how joyous Christmas is and how how good these songs make you feel. My last pick came out in 2013. It's a song by The Killers. They've done a Christmas song every year from, I want to say, like, 08 to 2018 or 2019. And this one's called Christmas in L.A., Featuring my favorite band, Dawes, D-A-W-E-S. Go check them out. I don't know if that's what this time gave me Or if it led me here And I've played so many parts I don't know which one's really me Don't know if I can take Another Christmas in L.A. Another picture of sangria in an empty beach cafe. Another Christmas in L.A. Hold me tighter, Carmelita. I don't know how long I can stay. Um, and it's kind of a sad song. Uh, it's about, you know, this this kind of young young guy being um, alone in L.A. on Christmas and not having, you know, Christmas trees or anything like that. Talks about palm trees and the warmth and everything. They do talk about Harry Dean Stanton, which is kind of cool uh, in the song. <laughs> but it, awesome. it just it it is my most played song every year. Um, and it just showed up on Spotify this year, but I, I purchased it a while ago and, and it's, it's just one of those songs that gets me, um, 
you know, it's very emotional for me. And it's just something that I love to hear. There's a white Christmas um, group sing along at the end, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, it's a great song, very emotional, but also very sad, um, which is the, the reality of the holidays for a lot of people. So it's worth listening to if you haven't checked it out. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I got the chance to listen to a little bit of it um, earlier, and I really, I really enjoyed it. I love the Killers. There's such a, there's just such a unique band, and mm-hmm. yeah, I really, I really love that. Yeah. So the second singer on there is Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes, who's actually married to Mandy Moore. They're expecting a child now, yeah. so they're in a different nice. place than they were in 2013. But still, <laughs> he's, he's, it's. He's got a great voice. They work really well together, and it's it's definitely a, a really um, moving piece that they did. Nice. Cool. So, Joe, take us home with your last one. All right. My last one is, and, and this, is, this is a song that every year I don't understand how it gets so much airtime. Joe, I'm ashamed of you for putting this on the list. You better that means not we have to listen to it. For why it's on here, <laughs> and the reason I have, and okay, so the first, first off, the song is called "Is a Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney. <laughs> the, <laughs> most, the most, the most, mediocre song from the second most mediocre Beatle there is. <laughs> <laughs> And again, a fascinating stat is that every year Paul McCartney from royalties and licenses makes $400,000 from this song that only gets played one month. There is no justice in this world, Joe. Just, just let me know that right now. And the reason is, and I, I stumbled upon this because, <laughs> from a meme, is because somebody was practicing witchcraft while they were writing this song. <laughs> <laughs> because if you think about it, you know, yeah. if, if you listen to the lyrics, and it, it, it never hit me until I saw this, it's like, okay, the moon is right, the spirit's up, we're here tonight, and that's enough. If that isn't Wiccan or Druid oh, or yeah, exactly. hippie <laughs> shit out in the middle of the forest, you know, you got naked hippies chanting around a fire, <laughs> singing this shit. And then all of a sudden, somebody walks in, oh, it's a wonderful Christmas time! <laughs> okay. Oh, also, also the, the fact that uh, uh, Paul McCartney showed up to a Grammy party and, and the security was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Paul McCartney. I'm the charming, whimsical one. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're probably... Get out of here, Ringo. 
Yeah. Not, <laughs> not even Rio. You are no, you are no the, George. The, 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 the oh. security guy had no freaking clue who the Beatles were. That is Joe, that that is goddamn sure. Um, <laughs> I, you know what, and honestly, and it's it's weird because we're recording this episode on um, December 8th, which is to the, today's the 40th anniversary of the uh, assassination of John Lennon. So it's oh. kind of weird that we're, we're now assassinating the character of, uh, of Paul McCartney. Because <laughs> um, we're nothing but dark. Oh, God. It's just, you know, th- there is a special place in hell. At least we'll have microphones. Um, and, you know, chips, <laughs> maybe. Honestly, I just... If you want a if you want a good Christmas song from a from a Beatle, get Ding Dong Ding you know Ding Dong by George Harrison. Yeah, was that? Or, just, or even know. or even um uh, what was it? Uh, Merry Christmas, War is over. War is over. Happy Christmas. Great song. Yeah, man. Great yeah, song. Until Yoko shows up, it's a it's a great yes. song. Until she yep. until she decides to sully it. I just I just said that to Lily the other day when we were listening to that song. I said this is my one of my favorite Christmas songs until this point where Yoko shows up. And then I had to tell her all about who Yoko was and uh, it, was, it became a whole thing, but you yeah. know, I, Th- I, thanks I, Joe. I, I, I think I, I think I'd rather watch the point. I think the point has more Christmas spirit. And music by Ringo Starr. Yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up. Nice. My, nice. my husband just, introduced me to the point. I'd never seen it before and I enjoyed it thoroughly. I just, it's just amazing to me that, Paul McCartney has been allowed to go on for roughly 50 years sullying the good works he did with the Beatles. And there were a couple of decent songs. It's not all bad. It's It's not not all bad. bad. I do like, I love silly love songs. Uh, I I love Band on the Run. Band on the Run is not bad. Maybe I'm amazed. Come on. Maybe I'm amazed. Yeah, but there are, there's a lot of just garbage that was just like, it was just service to let his wife show off her her awful singing and her awful keyboard skills because there's that point in the middle that is nothing but like synthesizer bukkake like <laughs> halfway through this it's like where wait where did this song go <laughs> paul bring this one back um uh, the moon is right satan's <laughs> <laughs> awake <laughs> i still i still can't forgive him for live and let die I actually like Live and Let Die. Um, I, I, I disagree. There's so many. Well, I mean, it's just, it's weird because it, it didn't feel so. It doesn't feel so much like a Bond song anymore. But it, it there there's some good points to that not my favorite by any means. But you know, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, when I saw him this? at Fenway and he played that song, it it made me feel something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not usually, ashamed. I'm not ashamed. When I listen to it, I usually feel something too, and then I have to go vomit. Ah, okay. But right. yeah, no. Moving on, um, moving on from the moving on. So yeah, from the so Beatles drama. Well, yes, from uh, Wonderful Christmas Time to Mike, what's your last song? Actually, no, it's Catherine's. Catherine. Sorry, it's Catherine's yes. turn. My bad. All right. So uh, my last song that I want to bring up is uh, The Twelve Gifts of Christmas by Alan Sherman, which is a delightful, silly song. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love to me. A simulated alligator wallet. A calendar book with the name of my insurance man. Green polka dot pajamas. And a Japanese transistor radio. And it comes in a leatherette case with holes in it, so you could listen right through the case. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me A 
statue of a naked lady with a clock where her stomach ought to be. I'll sing it and I get a watch, a calendar book with the name of my insurance man. Me, walking up pajamas, and a Japanese transistor radio. And it has a wire with a thing on one end that you could stick in your ear, and a thing on the other end that you can't stick anywhere because it's bent. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a hammered aluminum nutcracker. And all that other stuff. And the Japanese transistor radio. It's been over 40 years since I heard this song, Catherine, and it came right back to me the second <laughs> I listened to it. Thank you. And, you know, yeah, there, there are like a gazillion versions of 12 Days of Christmas, and this is one of my favorites. I'm, I'm not picking the Bob Rivers. The Bob Rivers is fun, but this one is better. Right. On the and first actually, day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a Japanese transistor, transistor radio. radio. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked. I did find, I, I texted it to all you guys. Spotify does have a playlist that is the Dr. Demento Christmas album. This is like the third track on there. Nice. And uh, so, I yes, asked no. Nice. <laughs> I, did, I did find the uh, the playlist on it of what's, what the songs are on that album, actually. Yeah, it's quite a bit on here. I mean, you've got the Chipmunk song, which is yeah. funny when you play it in, like, 33 and a third speed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I want yeah. for Christmas is my two front teeth. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Nothing for Christmas. Uh, a Christmas Carol by Tom Lehrer. Yeah. Uh, oh, I completely forgot about Tom Lehrer. He's also got some great Christmas, Christmas and Hanukkah music. Uh, I'm spending Mac Hanukkah in Santa Monica. <laughs> uh, we got Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer. I Just Go Nuts at Christmas. 12 Days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie. Uh, Green Christmas by Stan Freeberg. Uh, I'm a Christmas Tree. Duet with Dr. Demento by Wild Man Fisher. I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by Kippadota. Uh, Santa yep. Claus and His Old Lady by Cheech and Chong. Yep. Christmas at Ground Zero by Weird Al Yankovic and Christmas Dragnet by Stan Freeberg. Nice. <gasps> yeah, well, it's on that playlist, so uh, I, which I sent to you. So, um, good songs, good songs. Yeah, no, I, I, Catherine, thank you so much for reintroducing me to this one. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, yeah. Remembering, remembering how much Alan Sherman is awesome outside of Hello Mudda, Hello Fada is awesome. Yeah. Don't be wrong. I love I love Hello Mudda, Hello Fun. He still has. I mean, it's a, a great like song, but it's side. it's just scratching the surface of his excellence. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, the, some of the asides that he had about like the naked lady, um, the naked lady <laughs> with the clock where his stomach should be, and <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. It's oh, it's so funny. And it's like, why doesn't this get a more airplay? Oh, right, that's why. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, because you got to listen to all, um, all I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey 50,000 times this Ugh. year. Ugh. So it was... So it was I had my last, my last we, hairdo on my, uh, yesterday. The last hairdo I will have until spring. And uh, the radio was tuned to, like, some Worcester station that was just playing nothing but Christmas music and then it, like crapped out and I'm like, gosh darn. <laughs> oh damn. So Captain, you probably got whammed then, didn't you? 
last yes. Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I haven't been whammed yet this it, year yet, which is good. Yeah, we we did get whammed. Yeah, my husband my husband came with me so he could get his hair cut too. And yes, we got he was there too. We've been whammed. Wham. Wham. Every time I listen to Mariah Carey, I think I have tinnitus. Oh my god. I have you now I, I know the Bob and Griff show brought up that there was a like they like the Buble version of that song. Is there a version of All They Want for Christmas is you that anyone likes? Uh, mm. I like the Olivia oh, Olsen version. I like the Olivia Olsen version from Love Actually. Okay. Which was performed by like a thirteen-year-old child, and I think that superior that version is superior. I'd have to look up to see what other versions there are. I I won't I won't contradict that. I'm like I'm I'm sure I would take the thirteen-year-old version over Mariah. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite good, but not available anywhere, which kind of sucks. Well, and if you're going to go with anything from Love Actually, it has to be Christmases all around. Oh, Come yeah. Of course. Oh, my God. We just watched that again. This is like our annual viewing of it. And yeah. what a what a fine Bill Nye was. Mm. It's just like that is the that's the movie that initially made him. And it's like, wow, wow. So, but maybe we'll talk about that one in another week or so. Spoiler. Maybe. <laughs> really, Dolly Parton has done a version of it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure her version... We'll have to try that, then. She yeah. is, like, the patron saint of humanity this year. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Seriously. We're wrapping up this awful year, and it's like, well, at least we get Dolly Parton. You know, everyone now knows what a gem of a human being Dolly Parton is. Absolutely. Right. Oh, man. I'll forgive her for the Dixie Stampede now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Catherine, anything else to say about uh, 12 Gifts of Christmas before we move on? I, I think it stands on its own feet. It's awesome. Yes, definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. It's on Spotify, as we just determined. <laughs> so, um, Mike, close this out with your list. Or actually, I'll close this out, but close, close out your list. All right, now for the uh, the twofer that uh, Andy mentioned earlier. Yep, uh, yeah, from Mystery Science Theater 3000, we have a Patrick Squeezy Christmas and Merry Christmas, if that's okay. Open up your heart and let the Patrick Squeezy Christmas in. We'll gather at the roadhouse with our next of kin. And Santa can be our regular Saturday night thing. We'll decorate a bar stool and gather round and sing. So sit around the fire and have a chestnut roast. Or raise a glass in toast to happy days, Donnie Most. But if you prefer to eat Indian food on Christmas Day, I can only shrug my shoulders and say namaste, namaste. Firstly, I prefer turkey, gravy, and salad. But let's never forget, all cultures are valid. I mean, um, Merry Christmas, if that's okay, is actually a strangely prescient uh, song, considering it was written like in the early 90s. It's still, um, it, it actually is more impactful today. So um, so who's in that one? That that's, one's, 
the, that was the Mike, Mike uh, Tom, and Servo. Yeah. Uh, Mike, okay. Tom, and Crow. They did two in their initial run, like in their initial Comedy Central slash Sci-Fi Channel run. They only did two Christmas movies. Um, and both of these songs show up in there. Right. Uh, Patrick, Swe- Patrick Sweezy Christmas came on um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. And Merry Christmas, if that's okay, it was on Santa Claus, the Mexican AKA kids Mexican movie. Mexican Santa. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, Patrick Sweezy Christmas is definitely the more popular one. Yeah. Because it it is the only uh, Christmas song that I know of that has an action scene in it. <laughs> I have to smash your kneecaps if you bastard touch my car. I got <laughs> the word that Santa has been stealing from the till. I, I think, think that that Dolly Oil had better make down his will. will. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, but then there's Merry Christmas, if that's okay. And it's basically about, like, you know, yeah, let's, you know, Every all all cultures are valid, you know. Yeah, you yeah. may not believe in Christmas, but let's all just get along for once. I mean, yeah. uh, maybe you just worship a guy whose name is Greg. <laughs> and, so let's and, just... and maybe don't shit on Happy Holidays. Yeah, right. Exactly. Let's just raise a glass and toast to Happy Days, Donny Most. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, back in my back in my retail days, which is almost a year past now, thank God. Um, thank you. Thank you. I wasn't fishing for applause, but I do appreciate them. Um, <laughs> well, you're welcome for not asking you my question on Black Friday. You're welcome. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but it was always funny whenever I would say Merry Christmas to a customer, just because they, they kind of like, they checked all the boxes and they said, I'm buying Christmas presents. Um their face when I didn't say when I wish my a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. It's like, wait, what am I going to complain about now? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I got to take this out of the barista at Starbucks now. God damn you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Mike, anything else about these two MST classics? Um, if you've never heard them, and they're both on YouTube. Uh, Watch the full clips because, uh, like, I've seen a version of Patrick Sweezy Christmas where it cuts off, like, the, the stinger at the end where, um, and it, that's honestly one of my favorite parts because uh, Crow, he wrote the song and he's like, so how long before God was the standard? And Joel drags him off. And yeah. Tom's like, yeah, we'll be right back. Save a leg for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's awesome. Especially now that my kids are into MST. Nice. It's back oh. and it's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, both of these movies are... Just watch the whole movies, because they're both phenomenal. I I am a little bit more partial to the Mexican kids movie, Santa Claus, because it's Santa Claus versus a devil, and he lives in the crowd, the clouds, um, and his reindeer are wind-up toys that laugh and are really incredibly creepy. Right, but he's also got Merlin and God to help him out with stuff. Yes, too. yeah, so... <laughs> he's got that in his corner, which is nice. Oh, my God, it's... And there's like a fit, literally, like the first 15 minutes, the second they enter the, um, you know, you do like the, the run down the tunnel. Yeah. And they sit down and they show the credits. And then it's like 15 minutes up until the commercial break of Santa Claus playing the organ while all these children of the world are singing songs. And it quite honestly is some of the most offensive shit I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, when it gets to the kids from Africa. Oh, oh and they were the first shit. ones. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, wow. 
That can't like, possibly be a bone in that kid's nose. Oh, it is. No. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, okay. This, uh, this was uh, offensive in, like, the 1800s. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you, little lad, we're going to Swaziland next, and... <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. Uh-oh, don't make me read the original Curious George. Ow. <laughs> My biggest question about that isn't about, you know, how we, how we got a monkey to smoke a pipe, but why in the hell was there a balloon salesman standing outside of a prison? <laughs> <laughs> Todd? Lily is young enough, you know, Lily is young enough that you probably still remember reading your Curious George. Of course. Okay. Did that ever stand out to you that there is literally a balloon salesman outside of a fucking prison? Yeah. No, it's, hey. it's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. You get, you get out of prison, you get a balloon. There you go. Congratulations. There you go. Don't- Co-workers with, a, with a children now and they're ones and twos and threes and they're like, you know, Curious George and Babar don't age really well. Not really. Really. all. And that was all word, period, capital letter, next word. That's how bad that, that <laughs> age. Yeah. All right. So let, let's next. close out this conversation with uh, my last song, uh, I Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink-182. So I stand with smile on my face, wondering how much of my time they'll waste. Oh God, I hate these Satan's helpers. And then I guess I must have snapped because I grabbed the baseball bat and made them all run for shelter. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand. All year, I'm growing tired of all this Christmas cheer. You people scare me. Stay away from my home If you don't want to get me down Just leave the presents And then leave me alone Which is pretty much If you're not a fan Or, or if you're a fan of Christmas But you're not a fan of people um, <laughs> It actually is a really Really fun song And I've always kind of had a soft spot For Blink-182 And um one of the guys I did a show with last year, uh, Francis, had this on his um, his punk rock Christmas playlist. And I listened to it again. And I'm like, I really do. Well, I dig this song. And it's just like the, the standard Blink-182, three-chord, you know, pseudo-pop punk. Um, <laughs> but just about, you know, how, how much he hates carolers. And he hates, he hates the feeling for the season. But it's still got a lot of, like, festive cheer to it, which is interesting and reminds me of the question somebody had about those hallmark movies where it's like why is it that someone has to have a reason for hating christmas in these movies why can't they just not legitimately like it why does something dramatic have to happen to them in order for them to hate christmas can't you just be antisocial and like it (laughs) is that immoral you're not allowed to, to not like christmas but Again, it's one of these songs that I have to keep off the um, like the work playlist because there is a scene where he where the uh, our narrator vandalizes something, gets thrown in jail, and then a um, a big guy in prison named Bubba unwraps his package. Okay. So we, <laughs> yeah. uh, we get that off there. That's because, an issue. Totally. <laughs> 
NSW. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, NSFW, because, oh, damn. <laughs> but still, if you like Blink-182, it's a fun song. Okay. Yeah. So definitely check that one out, too, because I, I gave everybody <laughs> here a sampling of all these little songs on our, on our thing. I mean, these are all available on YouTube and Spotify and whatnot. So wherever you get your music, you can find them. And who knows? Maybe even in April, you can go on Record Store Day and buy them mm-hmm. stuff. Right, Tom? Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Maybe not the Christmas jams, but, you know, you get some yeah. other good stuff. Now, does anybody have any um, honorable mentions they want to mention real quick before we close out? Uh, well, well, Mike did mention Christmas at Ground Zero. Yeah. And I also mentioned uh, a Yes Go Nights at Christmas. Yeah. Um, and I, I threw on a, a, a few uh, Straight No Chasers, 12 Days of Christmas, which is really fun. Uh, the Dropkick Murphys have The Seasons Upon Us, also fun. And then another album is uh, Dark Christmas by Abney Park. Okay, cool. Um, Can I do know, an honorable mention for a song I hate? Sure. Dominic the Donkey. Get oh that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you go straight to hell never, with that, sir. Never again. I straight. also don't really I also don't really like Pentatonix. That's just me. I, That's something a, about it. You're allowed to not polished. like Pentatonix. You're allowed to be sick of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Okay. Mm. Mannheim like, Steamroller? I, I, Where do we fall on Mannheim Steamroller? Uh, no, we, we get crushed under it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't totally hate on uh, on Dominic the Christmas Donkey, but that's because I was overexposed to it, and a, a buddy of mine at at, a, at one job ex- was the one that taught me about that song, and I was like, okay, this is fun. But like, yeah, I can un- I can totally understand if you've heard it too many times, you could be sick of Dominic. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the mm-hmm. Christmas shoes. I can never listen to the Christmas shoes. And it's because Pat Oswalt did a brilliant bit <laughs> about the Christmas shoes, which is also on YouTube, which you should check out. Um, but yeah, Todd, I'm with you on Pentatonix because Pentatonix is like the Walmart of uh, acapella groups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Straight No Chaser is also acapella, but... You know, it's college, so it's... But they ha- Straight No Chaser has some, some substance to them, some, I don't know, personality. Pentatonix is just, look, look what we can do, and you're going to love it. Oh, and the dog agrees, too. <laughs> um, all right, now, Joe, I'm amazed, because I had to put this in my honorable mentions. I'm amazed you actually didn't bring up Father Christmas by the Kinks. Yeah. No, 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 no. Catherine mentioned it earlier. Right. And it's also not geeky, it's dark. It is dark. <laughs> I agree with Catherine. Yeah, it's, it's dark. Because um, we were supposed to be focusing on dark, not, you know, well, things that they don't play on the retail playlist. Right, exactly. Like uh, South Park's The Lonely Jew on Christmas. <laughs> there is That is an album. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going on Spotify right now to see the, the Mr. Hankey's Christmas album. Oh, I bought God. that. I bought it when it first came out in 1999 because I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. And, oh, and it was 99 and you were a young person. I was a young dummy. Yep. Oh, there it is. There it is. I'm going to follow that right now. Yep. Mr. Hanky, <laughs> Christmas too. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. Uh, Cartman singing Oh Holy Night. 
Carol Bells, yeah. Lonely Christmas. Watch the original before they actually had a TV show, uh, uh, South oh. Park. Oh, God. <laughs> Santa oh. versus Jesus. Oh, Tannenbaum in the style of Adolf Hitler. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Time in Hell. Um, Swiss Colony Beef Vlog. Oh, dang. <laughs> Fucking hate Ignatius the uh, The most <laughs> offensive song ever. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, this is... Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you for now prompting me to go on there, because I'm going to be in, in uh, you know, late 20s Andy heaven right now, so... <laughs> Um, yes. I do have I do have a an, an honorable mention I just thought of. Yeah. Snoopy's Christmas by the Royal Guardsmen. Snoopy's Christmas? Yeah, it, it's like uh, it's like I want to say the third or the fourth one of their um, Snoopy versus the Red Baron uh, series of songs. Okay. okay. And I remember hearing this one on on record actually when I was a little kid growing up, and it's basically you know. Uh, Snoopy versus the Red Baron, but it takes place during the uh, the Christmas um, Christmas uh, truce. Yeah, yeah. And like, isn't isn't that called um, Snoopy and the Red Baron? Christmas bells, those Christmas bells. That one. Well, yeah, well, that's the chorus. But I think it's actually it, the song is just called Snoopy's Christmas. Okay. But yeah, it, it it's you know Christmas bells, those Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, I, I actually really love the chorus. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, it's from Snoopy the Musical, actually, which is the lesser-known um, other Charlie Brown uh, musical. Oh, because yeah, the Royal Guardsmen they they, they made like you know Snoopy vs. the Red Baron and then the Return of the Red Baron, and I believe they also have a song called Snoopy for President, and then they have <laughs> this Snoopy's Christmas. Ah, cool, cool. So, anyone else have any other honorable mentions they want to say before we move on to what our next episode's going to be? Nope. Nope. Uh-huh. Nah. Nah. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody who took the time to get reply to us on this. Thank you so much. Yes. I hope that, thank you, everyone. I Woo! hope that we, 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 we're kicking off your Christmas season with some uh, some nerdly joy. Um, and now, it's not over. Normally... If we were recording our Christmas episode on December 8th, that's it. We'll see you in the new year. No. There is a second episode, and it's going to be released before Christmas. I don't know how the hell we're going to do this, but it's going to happen. We are going to talk about the 12 Christmas films of Christmas, and we need your help to do it. We want you to send us your 10 favorite Christmas movies. But here are the caveats. Okay, first of all, anything that takes place at Christmas and is Christmas-themed counts as a Christmas movie, which means that Die Hard counts as a Christmas movie. Batman Returns, Gremlins, these count as Christmas movies. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. Anything Shane Black did. Yeah, pretty much. If you you just do an IMDb search for Shane Black... You could pretty much put anything in there except for his acting gig in Predator. That, and even still, that could have very well taken place at Christmas for all we know. Um, <laughs> it also has to be theatrically, theatrically released. So while it might be a TV movie, it still needed to have seen a theatrical release. Um, your best indicator for that is, was it nominated for an Oscar? Because I've already talked to somebody about this, and yes, 
uh, the movie Klaus, um, which was a, a Netflix original movie, actually did get a theatrical release, which qualified it for Best Animated uh, Feature Oscar. And Mickey's um, Christmas Carol Mickey's did... Christmas Carol also counts. Yes. So it was nominated yes, for an Oscar. There was a lot of there's a lot of leeway with this, and I will just scuttle it if it's not. But yes, we are looking forward to talking about the twelve films of Christmas. I, I I've got my list; it's already up. I know I'm going to be getting it from everybody else, and I can't. And I've already petitioned several of our friends on face on uh, Twitter rather to um, to help us with this. So we'll be asking for more help in just a little bit. So please. If you've got a list that you want to send us, it's 10 movies. Send it to geeksaladradio at uh, gmail.com. Um, or just look out for the post that we're going to put on our Twitter feed, which is at Geek Salad Radio, and on Facebook at Geek Salad Podcast. So if you like what you heard, please check us out wherever you get your podcast, just like where you found us right now. Um, we also host a YouTube channel, Geek Salad Podcast, where we do movie reviews. We just reviewed uh, Miracle on 34th Street and uh, Home Alone. And we're looking forward to, hopefully, with some extra involvement some, from some folks in our studio right now, like Catherine, <laughs> uh, talking about Muppet Christmas Carol. So, It's yeah. the American way. <laughs> it is the British way. Sam, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is the British way. So we are we are oh. so looking forward to that. So anybody else got any final thoughts before we uh, we, we we wrap this up? Nope. Nah, dog. Nope. I'm good. I will, I will dumb, take dumb, your dumb. silence. I will take your <laughs> silence. Is Todd's got to get back to his paper? So, that's, yeah, uh, that's very true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, Todd, thanks again for joining us, man. Thank you for making the time to come out. Always love having you here. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Todd. You. So, and until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. I'm Todd. And go for <laughs> Be Nerdful. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And we'll talk to you later. Crazy Kwanzaa. Bye. 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 Money, please. I'm here to eat candy canes and kick ass, and I'm all out of candy canes. Ha <laughs> ha, come on. <laughs>